Hey guys, it's Jane, and I finally decided to take the microphone out of my closet. A lot of things have happened. The last time we talked, it was the beginning of the year, and now it's June. I've graduated, and that's what we're talking about today. The fact that I've graduated, my thoughts, my feelings, and everything surrounding that because, well, I've graduated, <laughs> which is like kind of surreal, you know? It's kind of weird because who would have thought, you know you're gonna graduate. Like 13 years, babes, that's like my whole life, you know? And now K through 12 is over. I don't know what they call K through 12. I'm pretty sure there's a word for K through 12. That isn't K through 12, but it's kind of strange that it's over and I'm starting a new portion of my life and I'm becoming an adult. Well, legally I am an adult, but like, you know, I'm joining adulthood. I also just wanted to talk about my high school experience and of course, I'm not blaming. I always do a disclaimer, and honestly, I, I I'm not doing one anymore. Like, it's really not necessary. Like, if you don't get it, you don't get it. If you go, if you don't take it personally, I don't know what you're gonna take personally about this. Honestly. I just wanted to live the teenage dream. Okay, let's get started with freshman year. You may have already heard some of the things I'm gonna talk about. Let's get started actually kind of in eighth grade we're gonna give you some vocabulary feeder school and zones school is the school that is cl typically closest to your high school in your town and that's where most people from your middle school go your high school that you go to typically expects students from that middle school or those middle schools i don't know you don't that most people there are going to come from these schools um yes so that is your feeder school feeder get it because it's feeding in right the next school the next thing we're talking about is your zone school in my area we have this thing called reassignment and we also have this thing called zone school i'm sorry i forgot to say that but basically zone school is your school that's that is I don't want to say necessarily closest to you, but depending on where you live, it could. It's not like, okay, this whole town is for this one high school. It depends where you live in the town, or it depends where you live in the town. And that school is a school that if you go to, you will receive bus for, and that's the school that you're kind of supposed to go to. Now they can be the same. If you live in the area, but if you do not, then it's different. Reassignment is when you apply to basically say, I don't want to go to my zone school. Instead, I want to go to this other school. So I basically applied to for reassignment for my high school. So I applied to go to my high school, but I also applied for my feeder school just in case I my reassignment didn't get accepted. Basically, when you apply for reassignment, you your parents or whomever are responsible for transportation, you are not getting bus for that school. I applied for reassignment and chose which school. I was I chose my high school. I got in, whatever, whatever. Me not reading, I thought I was gonna get bus, right? I don't know why, because I'm not, like I I'm really not. Like, okay. So I thought I was gonna get bus. And then two days before school starts, they tell me I'm not getting bus. Great 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 once they inform me of this i start spiraling and crying this should have been my first red flag honestly long story short 
I end up figuring it out. I get somebody to bring me to school every single day that my mother pays for. I came to high school with high expectations, sadly, which if you are not in high school yet, um, I'm going to pass you some little wisdom. High school is not fun. It's really not. It's not the way it is in the movies. It's a lot of these movies, especially ones from the 2000s, which I watched a lot, point high school as this like big, important, like life-changing experience. And I feel like college is more of that. And even not even fully college because you have a life after college and that life is typically longer than those experiences. And I'll be honest with you, when people say, oh, once you leave high school, none of that shit matters, they are so true. Because every single time, I would spend nights waking up, shaking, scared, unable to sleep, anxiety, 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 because I'm like, oh my goodness. And now I'm like, that shit didn't matter. That was a waste of my time, honestly. But anyways, I came to high school with these super high expectations of all these things that were going to happen. And be honest with you, most of them didn't happen. Let me give you an example. I said I was going to get my license when I was 16. I'm 18 now and I still do not have my license. A couple of people from my middle school did go to my high school. My Only like one of them were in my classes in the beginning of the year. And then one of my other friends did join one of my classes. So that's two people that I know and I'm friends with. My first day of freshman year was actually the second day of school because I missed the first one. And then when I walked in there, it was just like this anxiety. Like it just felt weird. And I thought it was just first day jitters, but that continued for a while, if I'm being honest. Like the anxiety really never left. And since I really didn't know anybody and I didn't go to my feeder school, it just seemed like everybody else knew each other because a lot of them did. They went to the middle school that was down the street and some of them even went to the same elementary school that was also the other side of the street. Like it was just a strip of elementary, then the high school, then the middle school. So they went through that whole strip and they didn't change schools or anything like that. So a lot of them already knew each other and I just felt really left out and out of place. And also what made it kind of worse was that I, my mom was paying money for me to go to that school. It was a free school. It was a public school, but she was paying money for somebody to drive me to school every single day. So I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm having the worst time here. And my mother is paying money for somebody literally to bring me to school every day. And I hate it. It did getting, get up end up getting a little better but I it was just kind of culture shock as well because like I went to a charter school before and if you go to charter schools you know it was a K-8 school I feel like you were really babied and kind of behind the curve because charter schools are super small which also you know me going to small smaller schools kind of contributed to the anxiety yeah but it was like a culture shock because some of these kids were coming in here and they were telling me like things that I've never, like, they were doing things that I've never done, like, whoa, you know, I'm like, we're 14, you're telling me you're doing all of that, kids vaping in the bathroom at first, and then it was smoking weed, it was just kind of weird, because I feel like they kind of grew up before me, and I was kind of like the late bloomer, like, an example um, was in my science class, um, there were these two boys who sat in front of me, and we were paired in groups of four. So it was the girl next to me, 
um, and these two boys, one of them told me was they for whatever reason we we're talking about virginity. One of them told me um, they had three bodies, three, which now it's kind of whatever. And the other one told me they had five. Now it's like whatever. Well, kind of it's still kind of weird because like you just left middle school. What were you guys doing? And mind you, these are kids that were like sneaking out and coming to school high and telling us how they were doing all types and sorts of drugs. I didn't shame nobody. Listen, I didn't shame nobody. Do what you want to do. I was just like, I never seen that. I never seen that. And then I really kind of felt isolated, even though I kind of had a little bit of a friend group, but I have a fear of intimacy. And honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you, freshman year wasn't really that bad. I just felt like I was gonna have all these friends that I didn't have. I'm gonna be honest. Um, and I was really upset because I didn't really know how to talk to people either. And honestly, I kind of still don't. And I was really scared and anxious. I also came into high school. This was so Hollywood of me. Like I walked in there and I was like, I'm not gonna talk to anybody. They have to come talk to me, which is just like a bad thing to walk into anywhere with, like any new environment with, especially when it's your first year, because that's when people will start to make their friends and make the friend group. Those first weeks and first months are really important to solidifying your group and also seating choices. Very important, too. Um. And the group that I did have, but I just felt really ignored. Like I would say something and nobody would pay attention or people would speak over me. And I was really upset because like I would, things were not living up to my expectations on how high school should be. And I would just sit alone and people watch and I would sit alone and breakfast. I would just watch because I had so much anxiety at school. The thing that became my crutch was my phone. Like I had to have my phone in my hands and I was always using it. And I swear, because I used my phone as a scapegoat, it literally, I think it led to my phone addiction if I'm being honest. And also like it was preventing people from talking to me because if I'm on my phone, looking at my phone, always, nobody's gonna really wanna go talk to you. I was just over it. One of the things too, which I told this story so many times was like, you know when people go up to you and be like, oh, hey, my friend likes you. And then there's a group of people that happened and it was in the library and there was a group of people and there it was a good group of people too. It was like maybe 10 plus people and they all started laughing. And I was just like, minding my business. Actually, let's just tell the story for good old time's sake. <laughs> also, if you're wondering, I'm still very passive aggressive of this. Like there was no need to do that. I was just minding my business. And this period was TV production. So basically, we would have to go film videos of different things and whatever. And basically, sometimes when we really wouldn't want to do anything, we would just go to the library, pretend to be doing stuff, you know, pretend to be interviewing people. We Most of the times, we were not. Um, this day, I was feeling extra shitty. And I walk into the library um, through like the back door because our class was connected to the library. I was like, oh, let me go get my bag. So I walked back in to get my bag. While I was walking there, I saw the group of kids. They were talking, whatever, and laughing. When I walked back to get my 
things, one of them stops me and it's like, ma'am, ma'am. And I'm like, ma'am. I think I was like 15 at that time. And then ma'am, I was like, who's a ma'am? I'm not old enough for that. And he turned, I turned him like briefly. I'm like thinking this man needs something or I dropped something. He's like, you see my friend over here? And mind you, before he said it, before he said that, there was a girl being like, oh my gosh, you're such an asshole. He still continued to say that. Why? I was mind my business. I can never mind my business in peace. And mind you, I just go over there. They all start laughing after he says this shit. Like it's the funniest comedic thing ever. So I'm like, whatever. I just roll my eyes and walk back over there. But in reality, I was dying inside. And I wanted to cry so, so, so bad. And I almost did. But the school year started to end. That summer was really good. I was like determined to make friends in sophomore year. So I spent like the whole summer kind of omegle trying like to talk to people. So it became like kind of desensitized to it. And I did spend a lot of my ninth grade thinking like I was literally in eighth grade a couple months ago. What happened? Um, I was not this anxious in eighth grade. Let's go to sophomore year. In my opinion, sophomore year was the best year. It was the best year mainly because my grades were good. I was getting like straight A's except for geometry. I was happy. I had like a good friend group. Everything was good and fine and dandy. Like I, like I said, I made it my thing. I made it my mission to make friends this year. And I was so anxious. Mind you, my stomach was doing circles. But then, pandemic hit. You see what? You see how life be doing me? You see how life be doing me? I was happy. I was not stressed. My grades were good. And then this shit gotta happen. I don't think I've reached a level of that happiness, except for graduation day, until till this moment. I think about her. I think about her. And mind you, it wasn't like she was amazing because there were still a lot of the prob- same problems. Like I was super anxious still and I was kind of being left out by the group. Like they would be like, I went to the party and I wouldn't have done. I didn't, I didn't go. I wasn't even invited. So, but to keep this lighthearted, let me tell you one super random thing that happened in school that year. I'm telling you two super random things that happened in school the year. The first one, school had just started. For whatever reason, my dad would drop me off super early in the morning like he would drop me off before the school doors open and the school doors open at seven the school doors open i walk in and whatnot i go to the breakfast line and since it's super early there's barely anybody there i see this girl come in and i think she was a freshman and she had like bright blue hands and then her hair is also blue and i'm I'm like, what is going on? Why are her hands that color? And she's talking to her friend and I over here. I don't remember exactly what she said, but I'm pretty sure she, she said, like, she dyed her hair that morning. And now that I'm thinking about it, that's really unhinged. Like, school starts at 7.40, right? She was there super early. I'm assuming she may have took taken the school bus. So she would have to be on the waiting for a bus maybe at like 6.30, 6.40, whatever. I don't know what time the bus came. What motivated her to do that? She couldn't wait till the weekend or... And mind you, it was like almost elbow length blue. Let's set the scene. 
it's almost in the day i'm on my period i go to eighth period the last period of the day so i go to my eighth period class and over the speaker they're like okay we're gonna have a cold retro this is an important detail i am wearing these leggings and this is before i got good leggings you know like thick leggings the ones that don't show your underwear when you wear them i was wearing pretty thin leggings and if you love america you know the protocol you know what you do you sit on the floor whatever and you wait for it to be over during the cold retro i'm sitting on the floor and i at first i'm sitting on my knees but i'm like i don't want to do that so i switched so i decided to sit directly on the floor and mind you this last probably less than five minutes the cold retro is over i get up i look on the floor and to my dismay to my horror i see blood stains not like full-on blood stains but like you kind of are bleeding i don't know how like i'm wearing clothes and it's on the chair it's on the floor it's on the floor i look and i'm like what the in my mind and then i turn and then i'm like oh my god i have to clean this up i can't let anybody see this and i think somebody did see it if i'm being honest with you so i think i spilled so i think i pretended to spill some water like i literally pretended to spill some water and then i grab a paper towel and i wipe the floor i wipe the f what else was i supposed to do i wipe the floor with of my blood and I just keep it moving. That was one of the most embarrassing moments of my high school career, if I'm being honest. It was good. Like, I don't know what else to say. It was just good. And then, you know, pandemic happened. Um, my 16th birthday happened. And life, it was just like life was, like, life was looking forward. I was happy. My grades were good. I was doing good in school. I was happy. My grades were good. I had friends. <laughs> like, I was about to learn how to, I was about to learn how to drive and everything. And then that has to happen. That, that had to happen. Why? And then my life, when that happened, just went completely downhill. From then, it's like I, my dream is to reach happiness on the level that I was in sophomore year. I'm going to open my bag. I'm going to open a bag. I'm gonna win this back. I made this in sixth grade with one of my friends and I literally remember putting one of my hairs in here because I thought I needed to see my hair. Something's from sixth grade specifically. I said I was gonna open this when I'm 15. Um, I'm currently 18 now. So let's open her up. I don't know where to start. There's so much in here. Everything in here is from the summer before starting sixth grade and seventh grade. Studying, writing notes, sleep. Oh, I think this is just some goals I set for myself. Okay, wait. Study, writing notes, sleep early, no later than 8.30 p.m. Wake up ready to write. Eat breakfast. Come to school on time. Earn paw bucks. You could tell how babyish my school was because they did paw bucks. If you don't know what those are, you know how schools would try to incentivize kids? So they would give us these, like, they would give us money, but it was, like, school money. And you could just use it to get things. It's a request to retest. I got a bad score on one of my tests. 
Jane Bellish received a score of 30. I received a score of 30%. And then I have grade five FSA mathematics reference. One foot, 12 inches. One yard, three feet. Ah, very informative. This is my detention. So in seventh grade, I received my first and only after school detention. They have the two reasons that most people got detentions, being tardy and uniform violations. It was because I did not complete my reading requests, which were these assignments you had to do online, invention. I created a phone on plus a computer. Yep, that's me. Like it's a phone that's also a laptop. Oh, it's a phone that transfers pictures and other things and other things to your printer. Oh, it's an app. I'm searching that already exists. And I made an app where you could create an app because why not? And I also on the back here am practicing my letter. A letter from you when you were 11, now you're 15. Actually, I'm 18, Jane, but that was seven years ago. Damn, that was seven years ago. Read the People People Journal for more info. Info on brave, beautiful, and artistic girl. Dear future me, this is you when you were 11. We were artistic. We love to draw. These are some words to describe. I can't, that's not a spell describe, and that's not a D. I mean, that's not a B. Describe us smart, creative, artistic, friendly, crazy, mixed brain, playful, helpful, and nice. Are you are you the same way? These are your first best friends. Your first best friends are Stacy, Linda, Adonis, Liam, Kayla, Desiree, Keisha, Daphne, Michiga, Shanika, and Katiana. I'm be honest with you, I don't really talk to anybody on this list. You know, I know them, but honestly, I wouldn't say these people are my best friends. Well, this is when I was like just coming out of fifth grade, so everybody I was friends with was my best friend. Your favorite artists are or were Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, Drake, August Alcina, Nicki Minaj, and Fetty Wap. I like a, a lot good amount of these artists still, but Nicki Minaj is still at the top. Songs that I like, Love Yourself by Justin Bieber, Dangerous Woman by Ariana Grande, Back to Sleep by Chris Brown, Close by Tove Loaf and Nick Jonas, any song from the album Royalty, Artists, Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, Tyga, DJ Khaled, Beyonce, Ariana Grande, The Weeknd. The Weeknd was on there early. I have another letter. Dear Future Jane, it's you from the beginning of the year. I this is 2016. I don't think I will change at all. I think I'm still going to be love coloring and always thinking about something. Yep, always thinking about something for sure. The greatest part about being in seventh grade is that they're preparing us for the grades above. The mo worst part is the work. I think that seventh grade will be great. Sincerely, Jane. I feel like seventh grade is kind of just a year that there. From Jovian to Jababa. Jababa. Why did my brother call me that? Dear Jababa. <laughs> you want to know something, Jababa? Ralph Katchadorian inspired me to inspire me to a sketchbook. Oh wow. People these days say say be saying, oh Mr. My get there. <laughs> that makes sure you eat 
ants is good for you. And tomorrow, make eat phone and computers. I will see you later. Ciao, bye-bye. My brother was like six years old. Honestly, this is not horrible for a six-year-old. Capsule questions. Okay, she literally stole this from somebody and then had to change the name. What is your favorite food? Rice and chicken. I do like rice and chicken, but I don't think that it's my favorite food. I don't really know what my favorite food is. I do like seafood. and I, I don't know. Do you watch TV? If so, what's your favorite show? No, I just put no. Um, I watched like 13 Reasons Why time period. And then after that, I think that traumatized me enough to not watch any more TV. What is my greatest quality? It's being creative. Wow, I was super into creativity here. My most annoying quality is procrastinating. What is your most embarrassing moment? Messing up my dance moves on stage. I didn't dance. I, I just really was talking. I was really just talking. What are you most proud of in your life? I'm proud of that I haven't stayed back yet. I, I haven't got, I didn't get hella back. What is your favorite things to do on the weekend? Stay on the computer? What is something you can't live without? Parents. I didn't even list my brothers in this list. Parents, electronics, and TV. When you want to grow up, what do you want to be? I said pediatric nurse. I don't want to be a nurse. What do you think will be the mo most shocked by at the end of the year? How much I've changed. Seventh year was such a fun year. That's when I liked two boys at the same time. I don't know if they liked me back, but I was kind of playing both of them. Let's get back to junior year. I've done a whole podcast episode on junior year that you could listen to. It's called How This Year Went. I'm not really going to go into all the super details because, like I said, podcast episode, go listen to that. I'm just going to say it straight out. This was the worst year. And junior year was already like, you know, junior has the market that it's difficult, but it was just the worst year. I was depressed. Um, we were online senior year. Um, senior year was kind of difficult because it was just like coming back from being online and then like getting used to like the swing of things. And it was like really like, there was a learning curve. Let's just say that there was a learning curve. Since I didn't have like a set group of friends in high school, which I forgot to mention, all of the friends I had sophomore year, like they literally like a good portion of them like left. And the other portion, I just didn't have in any of my classes. I did get in touch with some of them again, but but like I said, I did not have a set friend group. Um, so it was just really hard to go to like all the senior events and activities because I was like, I was just basically the best way to describe it. I was just a social floater. I was never really a part of a friend group. And that was not really, I wouldn't recommend that for you. I would recommend having a friend group. Um, unless being a social Florida genuinely brings you joy. I know you, you're you going to have different friend groups, but you need to kind of have like a main one. Um, I didn't really have that group to hang out with and do things with. And the people, the friends that I was closer with, and I would ask, hey, let's go here. They'll be, honestly, they were being lame. They wouldn't want to go. I'm like, listen, it's our last year. Just do it, you know? Just do it for the experience, and then they wouldn't want to do it. And I relayed my B-Days better, but I didn't really talk to anybody because I had A lunch, and my friends had, like, C lunch. But at the same time, I kind of just isolated myself, and it's not like I couldn't have talked to people. I did have people I could have talked to, 
but I was so like engulfed in just being, I'm so alone. I'm so alone that I just never talked to them. And I do regret doing that because like, I literally could have just turned around and conversed with them, but I never did that. And I would be like, I feel so alone, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, girl, you didn't even talk to them. Let's review high school. Um, To give it a song, no, I would say Prom Dress by MX2. I'm sitting here crying in my prom dress. I'll be the prom queen of crying. What's a contest? Just think of my high school experience and that will be it to a T. I cried so many tears. High school is over. I miss some part. Some parts of me misses it. And it's not like I miss the waking up super early, being depressed, feeling super alone and lonely, being anxious and scared and, you know, just the whole shebang. I don't miss that, if I'm being honest. Why would anyone miss that? What I miss is the experience I could have had. Stop. I just miss the experience that I could have had that I didn't and all the milestones that I missed. And this is where I'm talking about, like, me being a late bloomer because I'm going to college and some of these things people are doing since middle school, I haven't done. We'll talk about it in a little bit. It's kind of hard to process that I won't be in a setting like that anymore and all the changes because change is hard. And also, like I said, like you've been in the same place for like 13 years in the same, not the same place, like the same kind of setting for 13 years. You kind of like are used to it. Like I said, I spent a lot of my high school lonely and crying and you know like that's when I really learned the difference from like alone and lonely like alone like right now I'm in my room I'm by myself I'm alone right but lonely is like when you're in a room filled with people and you feel by yourself in a room full of people and sometimes I feel kind of like stunted like everyone kind of did all these things and experienced them and like that was not me I did not do the car rides with my friends I didn't do like I don't know I didn't I did some things but I didn't do like I didn't go to a high school party I I'm just gonna say I didn't I was gonna go for one for prom but I was already feeling off my dad was picking me up from prom so no I was just exhausted after prom too like it was tiring I wanted to go to bed and I'm like how am I gonna live my party girl aesthetic it's also kind of like scary because since I didn't experience those things in high school that other people experience, I feel like it's going to affect me when I get to college because like, I, I don't know, I want, I feel like I want to make it up and you know, you're only in your 20s and your teens once, like you won't ever ha live like this and not have as much responsibilities. Like, you know, a lot of people want kids, not me. Y'all stay safe, though. So I think I want to do those things and kind of make up for it. But at the same time, I don't want to overdo it and, like, kind of get lost in trying to, like, make up time. And I saw this, like, TikTok, and it was, like, Emma Chamberlain's podcast, which I really like. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you. I never listened to it. I just listened to the clips on TikTok. I've never listened to an episode. Maybe by the time this is out, I have, but... And she was talking about, like, the pressures of teenagers to live, like, the teenage room. And, yes, I know that's the name of my podcast. The pressure makes their life more miserable um, because you have this expectation and this pressure to make 
the most out of something and it ends up like psyching you out because that's kind of how it was like anytime I was like staying home and not doing something I was like I'm wasting my youth I'm wasting my youth and America has like this obsession with youth and that hey after your 20s or once you get into your 30s life is over and I just like had I had really bad FOMO and it was like bad like I especially because their social media like you see it like real time you see everybody hanging out and having fun and where are you again at home yeah and also like I went to prom kind of by myself and then I kind of just stuck with one of my friends for the whole night and she kind of went with other people but and I thought like when I get older it's over which if you're older it's not over you still have time life is meant to live I feel like I spent my whole high school waiting for it to get better and then it just really didn't like the time in sophomore year like sophomore year was good right it got better and then boom pandemic and it just got worse I cried a lot during high school and went through a lot of things by myself I just went through a lot of difficult things by myself and I was young and I really needed a support system and I didn't really have that like I do have my best friends who were really supportive but there were times where things were kind of like difficult and I really couldn't go to them for help and I really didn't have anybody else to go to and certain things that um fr- that people go through together uh, was re- very like it just wasn't there like during the pandemic I had this teacher I feel like her class would have been more manageable if we were in school but it wasn't and also like I would have had like a little more of a community to talk to about it and also during the pandemic there was a time where I had like a friendship breakup and that shit hurt like that shit hurt like let me describe to you the pain I felt like my heartstrings were ripping. Like, I physically felt that. And what made it worse was, like, we were in a pandemic. I was in so much isolation already. Like, my parents, they took the pandemic seriously. Like, from lockdown orders in the beginning, I didn't leave my house from, like, March 15th to May, you know? So I was in a lot of isolation and... I knew I wasn't going to make any friends because of that isolation. I knew I wasn't going to make any friends that I really didn't have anybody else really to talk to. Like, I was pretty much on my own. And like I said, I have a fear of intimacy. So even if I did find somebody, getting that close to them would be super difficult for me. And I just, like, it just broke me. And it made things 10 times worse. But at the same time, I felt like for our friendship, we kind of needed it, needed to have the friendship breakup. So it's not like I'm blaming the friend for like anything. It's just like, it was like a bad situation in general and the situation just got worse. And it's sometimes like super hard for me to remember like some of the things that happened because I kind of blurred out junior year. I blurred out so much of it because I didn't want to deal with the difficult things. And also since I was so anxious in class, my stomach... If you have anxiety and you happen to have a stomach, you know, you know, it would be 
making so much noises all the time. I just got used to it at this point. Like, it's it's going to make noises. I eat. I don't eat noises. I just have to, you know, you're just going to have to deal with it. I remember being so, I remember being so anxious and not, like, having so much anxiety and not being able to talk to people. Um, I would say I wish I was more social and, but I was, I had anxiety, you know, like, and I didn't really have any tips to help me. Like, I couldn't go to my family because the way, like, if you have Caribbean parents, parents who aren't from America, mental health, I'm like, it just really doesn't, it doesn't really exist like that over there. Now let's get into kind of the juicy part. Well, this is actually not juicy. This is pretty boring. Pretty, like, it's so mild. It's not even mild. It's like dry. There's no seasoning on it at all. It's like boiled chicken. I didn't go through any relationships or talking stages. I don't, I didn't have any hoes. I'm sorry. Everybody was being like, da, da, da. and I'm like, that's not me. That's not me. I don't have that. And there's nothing wrong with people who do, you know? I just, I don't. Like, it's scary to me. My mom's Catholic, and I grew up Catholic church, so it was very, like, you know, I don't know how to make that make sense. Like, it was very, you can't kind of, like, we, we weren't talking about certain things, like, relationships. But as soon as I turned 18, oh, Jane, boyfriend? What? You guys never talk to me about relationships, and you're questioning me about boyfriends now? What is going on? Mother. And this also goes into the late bloomer stuff. Like, I haven't done anything. I had my first kiss, and that's it. If you're thinking of anything, nope, haven't done it. Other, my first kiss was in when I was five in kindergarten, and the second one was in when I was in like first grade or second grade. I don't remember. But after that, nothing. If you're thinking about something, it didn't happen. And like I said, sexuality was like very quiet in my house for the most part. So I kind of had to learn those things by myself. And honestly, if you have children, please teach them. Because if you don't, sometimes some people on the internet will. And of course, internet is a great tool. But I'm not saying people making informative videos on the internet. I'm talking people who are too old to be talking to talk to your child. Gonna be in your children's DMs, giving them love and support. And luckily that did not happen to me. I'm happy for it. Yeah, because like it could be very scary when you haven't done anything and people could really like take advantage of that which is one of the things I'm going to talk about in the college portion. The other part of like not doing anything, not having any experience or and not doing anything, people are like, what are you going to do when you get to college? And honestly, I don't know. I don't know what to tell them. Like, I don't know. Like, I'll figure it out. Like, I'm going to take it one step at a time. I'm going to store things out. And if somebody doesn't want to be patient with me, then I guess they're not for me. I guess that's what I'm going to do because I'm not like just going to jump into it and rip the bandaid off because I've thought about doing that because I I feel like I'm way too emotional. I'm just going to say I'm really emotional. I'm a really emotional person and I'm a really sensitive person and I can't just rip the bandaid off. We need to have some connection. I'm sorry. I And also, like I said, I, I, I'm anxious. Like I can't just with whom if I may, honestly. And I said this earlier, but it's kind of hard to process that, like, K-12 is over. I'm not getting back. I realized that's in the past. 
and it's hard leaving leaving something and feeling unfulfilled but it's over and there's nothing I can do about it now I can only change it's kind of weird because I see everyone saying how they're gonna miss like their high school friends I'm I'm be honest with you I don't I think I'm gonna miss like three of them and honestly like I said before it's kind of my fault because I it's not 100% my fault because you know anxiety and things like that but it's kind of my fault like specifically senior year when I was just like isolating myself for no reason now let's get into the next portion of my life um I'm going to get a therapist because you know like I said all these changes and change is difficult especially since it's a big change like for me um and there's just a lot of unknowns and it's a different area and also like I'm a first gen student and it's confusing getting the whole getting the hand of college because there's just a lot of pressure on you when you're first gen to like maintain this financial aid and scholarships but also keep like know all these things and go into this uncharted territory you've never been to and there's nobody to go to but luckily my school has a mentorship program which does help i am taking summer classes even though i don't want to i kind of have to um i don't feel like they're horrible i just would rather not and one of my biggest fears for college is that it's going to be like high school again and i've tried really hard to run away from that because high school was so traumatizing it's scary thinking that i could go through some of those things again and i don't want to feel left out and i don't want to feel alienated it's like a general insecurity that i need to work on that's why i'm going one of the reasons i'm going to therapy and i'm going to be living in a dorm and on my own and what well, kind of like my parents don't really live that far and i'm also going to college like i said with the v card um and with and not just with the v card like i literally done nothing and like i said before i think i'm just gonna take it slow and see what I'm ready for and how I feel and gauge it out. I'm an adult. Like, I could just do it if I want to. Like, really, realistically. Well, actually, the way the Supreme Court be moving, well, has moved. I really can't, but. And I feel like college is like adulthood, but you're playing. Like, of course, you have responsibilities and stuff, but, and you're an adult, but it's kind of more um, like adulthood but not fully. That is my, that is everything. Thank you for listening. Um, I know this was long because I literally see how long it is and this is going to be a lot to edit. So hopefully I edit this so it's shorter than one hour. Hope you enjoyed. Please follow me on all my social medias, Instagram at Jane Belly, TikTok at Just Jane, and my YouTube as also at Jane Belly. So that's J-N-E-B-L-I. Thank you for listening. And I'm Audi.